Hey, welcome back to Writing is Hard Work. I'm Roger Colby. Um, I haven't recorded a podcast in a while, but uh, I'm going to start doing this more regularly. Um, I uh, talk on this podcast about writing and my process and about sometimes I get interviews with writers, uh, local writers. Um, But uh, this podcast, I want to talk about something that... um, a lot of people are on, uh, which is Facebook, um, and just generally social media for writers. Um, what value does it have? Does it have any value? Um, trends are showing that uh, social media is becoming, um, especially among younger people, is becoming less and less important. Um, Except for, I mean, I'm talking about social media where you actually write something and draw people to a certain thing. Um, Social media like uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Actually, I wouldn't count Instagram there. Instagram's actually doing pretty well. Um, But people are leaving Facebook in droves, even though you don't, it doesn't feel like it. Um, younger people are, people 30 and, and younger are, um, leaving Facebook more and more. And really Facebook has kind of become that one social media where unfortunately in our country we're so divided that it just causes more division. Um, yeah, it's a good place to keep up with the grandkids pictures and stuff like that. Um, but I'd rather just send those pictures to grandma. (laughs) It's a little more personal to put, print those photos out, put them in frames, send them to grandma. Hey grandma, hang these on your wall. Um, but as a writer, um, I used to think Facebook was really important for me. Um, and the reason is because, you know, you can reach a lot of people, uh, back in the day when I first started Facebook, I think I signed on to Facebook in 2009. Um, gosh, almost 10 years ago, uh, Facebook was a place where you could, if you posted something, everybody who was on your friends list would, would see it, you know, um, that's not the case anymore. Um, Facebook is picking and choosing like who gets to have the most views on, uh, posts Unfortunately, Facebook has also become a place, and Twitter too, in some regard. It's becoming a place where people just post a lot of political stuff that polarizes, you know, their their viewers. And I've been guilty of that to some extent, but uh, and guilty of using my Facebook and Twitter as more as not necessarily as a writer, but just personal stuff, which is really not important to do. Um, as a writer, what you have to do, if you really want to get your stuff out there and get it in front of people, the thing you don't want to do is to use social media as some kind of sounding board for personal views or, uh, political statements and stuff like that, because you're just going to alienate one side of your audience. Um, I'm tending to be more careful about what I do. Now, What I did was I got rid of Facebook. And the reason I did, I had several reasons why. Um, Facebook has become uh, more of a 
place where people post things, but they don't, not every one of your friends see it. Um, you can invite people to events and stuff still, but, um, you're lucky if those people will even come to the event. Um, because ultimately it depends on how serious, how seriously people take Facebook. Cause some people take it pretty seriously and other people don't. Um, it's just kind of some place for them to play around and, you know, say weird things. Um, and as a writer, that's kind of important for you to get your word out to people and stuff. Probably the best way for you to build an audience um, is through, still, believe it or not, email lists. Email lists are extremely important, and um, building an email list is important for a writer if they're an indie writer like me. Um, that way you can send uh, emails out to people and say, hey, I'm doing this special thing. If you'll, you know, go get this book, then you can get this other thing for free, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, Facebook doesn't really allow you to do that. Um, and honestly, Facebook has become also kind of that place where people just, you know, the darkest parts of people's souls come out. <laughs> um, so I got rid of Facebook for a lot of reasons. And I mean, and, and some of it has to do with the whole information gathering thing that kind of creeps me out. Um, but mostly it's just because it's become a very unprofessional place. Twitter is slowly becoming that too. Um, I think you can manage Twitter a little easier because you have less characters that you can write. You know, you, you can see more on there than you can on Facebook because there's always that person that posts that long diatribe that you just don't want to read and it's too long. <laughs> um, but I'm still keeping Twitter. Twitter's pretty good um, for now. I don't really know where it's going to go. Um, one problem with Twitter, too, is that you have... A lot of people, uh, some of the people that follow you aren't really people. They're bots that people make just to retweet stuff over and over again. Um, there's a couple ways you can tell if your follower is not really uh, a follower. Anytime somebody follows you on Twitter, um, there's a couple of uh, websites you can go to. And uh, I'll post those websites in the comments or in the uh, description. Um, but these two websites are, are really good at finding out whether somebody that followed you is a bot or not. And it gives you like this little meter. I think it's called a botometer. Yeah. And it tells you whether or not the chances of somebody follows you is actually a bot instead of just a, you know, so you can determine whether you want to follow back. What I do on Twitter, whether I, here's what determines whether or not I follow you back, okay? Um, I follow you back if you're an industry person, okay? Somebody that's going to help me. Um, like yesterday, I got followed by a screenwriter who uh, wrote a, couple, a bunch of horror movies like VHS and uh, some other things. So I was like, wow, cool. He's verified. And that little verified check by the name is also a good indicator that somebody to follow back. Um, 
Also, I follow back people like uh, other teachers, like people that I know are educators, if they're because I'm a teacher too, so I follow those people for that reason. But basically, I follow people based on business interests, not on personal interests. Um, and that has made for a better Twitter experience. Um, because if I don't, and, and I also check to see whether uh, every one of those followers are a, are a bot or not. If it's a bot, I don't, if it's a chance, it's a bot. If it's a high chance, it's a bot, according to the little program, the, the little algorithm I use. Um, I can determine whether or not they're worth following back. So um, what this has done is it's created a more uh, professional community for me on Twitter um, that is not, you know, going to be just, you know, people trying to sell you stuff, you know, which is what that's a lot of it. Is. I, I don't really follow back people either, that writers that constantly blast their books all the time. Um, I'll go check their page. And if they're constantly blasting their book, you know, shamelessly plugging their book, um, that's really not a way to sell on Twitter. <laughs> Nobody buys a book, hardly anybody buys a book on Twitter that's being blasted by the author. Um, usually I'll look at a book if somebody else is reviewing the book and they're like, hey, here's my review of this, you know, check it out. Um, I'll usually go do that. Um, so really just social media in general, a, a couple of places that's really good, that are still really good, um, are Tumblr, believe it or not. Tumblr's pretty good. People still follow tw Tumblr and there, there's some pretty professional people on Tumblr. Um, and, uh, one that I'm checking out recently, and, and this, this costs a, a subscription, but it's just five bucks a month and it's kind of worth it. And it's called Medium. Okay. What's great about Medium is, is that, like, I have a blog, so my blog posts go up. Here, here lately, it's been infrequent because I've been so busy because, you know, I've had other personal issues going on right now I won't go into. But, um, basically, Medium, you can read stories written by, you know, people that are just like you and me, and they write really interesting stories. Um, the five bucks a month allows you to be able to read as many stories as you want because you only get a certain per number per month if you don't. And it's not very many. It's like three articles you can read. The five bucks a month um, also gives you a little bit more clout because um, you can publish your own articles on there and then monetize them. And so the more people who see your article and clap for your article, there's a little clap icon, then you actually get money for these articles that you write. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. I haven't made much money on there, maybe a dollar <laughs> so far because I just, uh, monetized recently. So, um, but I'll, I'll probably talk about it later in another podcast, uh, at some point about how that that's playing out. Um, but really if you're going to be, if you're going to be, uh, writing independently and trying to, you know, kind of, schlup your own books and that kind of thing. I think you have to be really careful about the social media that you get involved in and, and of which you get involved. Um, and secondly, you have to be careful about what you post and what you write about on social media. Um, stay away from politics because honestly, 
I think about politics in this country kind of like an anthill in your yard. Um, go with me on this metaphor. Okay, so there's this red anthill in my yard, and I don't like using pesticides. I really don't, um, just because I live out in the country and I don't want it going in my groundwater, so... Or it's just pesticides are really bad. Anyway, so I don't want to kill the ants with pesticides. So I've gotten to the point where now I just kind of live with them. They're they're out there in the yard. There's a red ant pile. It's not too bad. There's just one of them, you know. Um, but you know, you can you can go and disturb the ant pile, and the ants are going to get really upset and start squirming around and stinging and stuff and trying to get you. Um, what some people do carry the metaphor here what some people do is they stick their hand right down in the in the ant pile you know and let the ants sting them when actually facebook and all these social medias are really just like an ant pile you know it's, it doesn't really matter in the long run i mean you're you're gonna go if you get all upset about what somebody wrote about you on facebook or twitter it's really pointless but to use the tool properly is what you should do you know, there are smart things you can do to build an audience and to build readership for your books um, if you'll just take the time to do it instead of playing around. And be careful about it. You know, don't go hog wild and write crazy stuff on there, you know, and, and, and polarize your audience. Um, if you want to see a really good example of somebody who uses uh, Twitter... Um, and he's still on Facebook, believe it or not, not much. I think he's not on there much, but uh, is Jerry Bennett, my buddy Jerry Bennett. Jerry Bennett is an artist, and he he's built his career, I mean, from nothing. I mean, the guy was, I've known him for a long time, and I love Jerry. He's just an amazing person. Um, and Jerry will, Jerry worked in like a door factory before he, went out to be a full-time artist. Um, and Jerry's one of these artists that, dude, I'd sit next to him in church and he would be like just doodling. <laughs> but his doodles look like <laughs> Jim Lee drawings from like comic books. I mean, I, I don't even understand how he does it. But um, it, it's really incredible. His art's great. You ought to check him out. Jerry Bennett. Um, his handle on Twitter is at comicbookjerry. J-E-R, um, and he's he's fantastic. You check out his social media if you want to see a good example of how somebody uses social media to their advantage. Um, check him out. He also has like a website and stuff. And, and you know, I have a website, um, and I use Squarespace. It's really good. Uh, I love it, and it's not too expensive. It's like 140 for the year. That includes your domain name. It's like 20 bucks. Um, so if if you're going to use social media, my my advice is to be smart with it and don't Facebook's like lowest on the totem pole. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother using Facebook at this point. It's become just really kind of a pariah. Anyway, with that said, I hope that uh you have a great time writing cuz I'm working on a screenplay, guys, and next time I'm going to talk about my adventures uh in the new program I just bought, which is called uh, Final Draft of Levin. Um, 
I broke down and bought it. So I'm going to talk about that on the next podcast, uh, probably next week. So tune in next week. Until then, writing is important, guys, and there is no such thing as writer's block. Hey.